Welcome to Light Steps Live. Our mission is to open the Word of God to edify the believer and evangelize the world, that people who follow Jesus can walk in the light as He is in the light. When we are under stress, we need pure, real, honest, and good tenets to see us through crisis. That is what Jesus is laying out in this part of the Sermon on the Mount, found in Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 24. Matthew chapter number 6, beginning at verse 1. I actually want to read uh, a good many verses down through verse 18. So let's go to verse number 1 and just get started. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret, and your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. Pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces, that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and as, excuse me, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Now, <clears throat> we're going to come later to verses 19 through 24, but I just want to hold on right now. I want to set the stage and just open up a couple ideas. Okay. So we, we've seen in, in Matthew chapter number five that, you know, Jesus describes these moral demands of, of discipleship. And, and, you know, Jesus never, you know, never says it's only about what you do. He, he always is getting to the heart of the matter. And what he basically says to us in Matthew 5 is that, you know, disciples should keep the law, but we should keep the law for the right reasons. Disciples should keep the law, but we shouldn't simply keep the law by what is seen, but in the unseen places. In other words, again, Jesus is always getting to the heart of the matter. Amen. 
And, uh, and now he turns to some, some very common, uh, outward acts that, that you might say were the, you know, top three religious deeds of the day. You know, uh, the way that every person who wanted to, wanted to not just seem, but actually be pious, to be holy, to be set apart. Three things that every good Jew would be be regularly doing is fasting and praying and giving, and um and and so Jesus begins to touch on these things that we do, and he begins to get at both the heart of the matter for those who desire to pursue it sincerely, and the heart of the matter for those who who don't even know what um, sincerity looks like. So some people are pursuing sincerity and, and, you know, and, and, and God knows it and he wants to, you know, show them that pathway to sincerity. Some people don't even know. I mean, some people absolutely just want to put on a show. I mean, let's call it what it is. And so Jesus in one fell swoop identifies all of these. In our present day context, why is this important for us? Well, I'll tell you when, when we are under stress, anything that has been hollow or false or fake or a sham or a show, anything like that will not help us in crisis. However, anything that has been pure and undefiled, anything that has been real and good and honest and true, any, especially anything from the Lord, that stuff will serve us in a crisis. Think about what I'm saying. Um, you know, you, you know, you talk about the person who, let's draw a weird image here. You, you know, imagine your ultimate, um, uh, sort of GI Joe guy, you, you know, just imagine him. He's got all the gear. He's, he's got, you know, total black, uh, combat gear, combat boots. He's got, he's got his black webbing and, and on it, he's got all this stuff. You know, he's got his 40, 45 over here and he's got his, He's got his uh, 380 tucked away in his vest and he's got a, you know, a long knife and some, and, and some, you know, a baton and some brass knucks hidden in his back pocket. And, and, uh, and he's walking around like this all the time. And so the guy has this appearance like if you try to mess with him, he's going to beat you up, stab you, kill you. Right. But then imagine, you know, imagine that someone sort of steps to this guy. I know it's a crazy illustration, but just imagine it. Imagine then he cowers away, right? Then all of the combat gear we realize was all a show, right? Well, then imagine like uh, a guy I think of, and I think of this as a guy like Steven Seagal, whatever his martial arts uh, expertise was, it was really simple movements. You think about this guy, he's just kind of walking around and, and you go to mess with him and he sort of does two or three little hand motions and you're on the ground knocked out. And you say, like, what, what in the world happened? So one guy, you know, imagine this guy in his full combat gear who's, who's not ready for conflict, not truly ready. When conflict comes, the appearance disappears. Then imagine a guy who doesn't necessarily look like he's ready for something, but is always ready for something. I want to be that person who's more concerned that I'm actually ready than simply trying to make people think I'm ready. Am I making sense to anybody? I pray to God I am. 
This is really critical stuff. And when, why this pertains to us right now, I believe, is because God doesn't want hollow religion for us under any circumstance, but hollow religion, fake relationship really shows up right now. I mean, if you say you love Jesus and you stand in the line at your local grocery store arguing with somebody over toilet paper, oh man. That, that is really sad. You know, it's really sad. And even something like the Lord's prayer touches on that. If, if we're a person who says, give us this day our daily bread, then we really are a person who's trusting God to provide and we're not snatching and grabbing and carrying on. We believe in our heart that our father is either going to give us what we need or show us how to make what we need. I mean, we're, we're going to be okay and we don't have to fight our fellow man for everything. Do you see how? This this seemingly banal teaching is actually rather radical. And do you see how it's really easy to go through the motions of faith, but something can happen and we can discover that the facade doesn't help in the day of crisis. The actual actual content substance is what helps us in the day of crisis. And so this passage is perfect for that. With that as an introduction, let's, let's jump right in here and look at some, some, some bigger ideas surrounding these three activities. Jesus very quickly mentions them in the first four verses. And then all the way down through verse 24, he, he unfolds a little more teaching on each idea. And what are these three, these three, um, these three symbols, these three activities of religious devotion. Well, it's, it's almsgiving, or you can say giving to the poor, prayer and fasting. Almsgiving, or, you know, giving to the poor, prayer and fasting. And so in Matthew 5, Jesus is like, let's get to the heart of the matter. Obey the moral demands of, of, of the law, okay, but make sure it's something that you're you're pursuing in your heart, right? Not just something you're doing outwardly, but it's the essence of who you are. And and now let's let's look at things that we're all doing and see what the essence of these looks like. Um, what Jesus wants us to see in these times is, um, don't miss the point of these good gifts. These are all gifts. Fasting, praying, and giving are gifts. They're gifts to God, from God. They're the, and, and, you know, we, we can, we can be in the exercise of them and totally miss the point. Um, basically, the overarching idea here is, is, you know, when Jesus says, be careful not to do these works before men in order to be seen by them. In other words, don't have this sort of spiritual life that is all about being seen. And I, I just want to stop right here and, and clarify that before we, we, we go on much further. You know, um, that's, that's a really dangerous mentality in any arena. Amen. To, to just do what we do so that people see us. That's just a totally dangerous mentality. And Jesus says, beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. And and what I want to point out here is 
if we're doing good to someone else and uh, we're doing it out of the wrong motivation, for example, we're doing it just to get credit from people or just to make ourselves feel good. You know, we don't work for grace. We work from grace. Amen. Um, but when we, when we do a good thing the wrong way, the good thing is still good to the recipient. It's just that the good thing ain't good to the giver. Um, in other words, if, if you, if, you know, if you, if you know somebody right now who can't get around and, and you go and, go and run some errands with them and you're doing it to try to, I, I'm making this up just to make my illustration. You say, well, I, you know, I've had a bad attitude lately, so let me go do some good so I can get right with God, so I can get my scales right with God. And you go and run some errands with somebody, buying some groceries, they try to pay. You say, no, 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 no. It's okay. And if your point was to try to make yourself feel gooder, gooder, <laughs> better, <laughs> better, then, uh, then that person's gift is still good in the receiving. It's just, re it's corrupted in the giver. And so, so Jesus is saying, I, you know, I want to, I want a shalom transaction. I want to complete. I want a whole transaction. I want it to be pure worship up to God, pure, pure blessing out to others. And, and I want it to come from a place of, of, of truth and, and goodness from within. So the gift isn't corrupted when the giver's corrupted, but the giver misses out on the gift when they're corrupted. In other words, we get a gift from God. And, uh, um, you know, the gift of giving, praying, fasting, we get this gift and we misuse it. If someone out here benefits from, from that activity, their gift is still good. It's just bad in us. Um, so it's a really, really radical thought. It's a really radical thought. And it's, it's, it's important to think about the the shalom of this before we move on the the completeness you know you you hear the word shalom you often think peace and it's true but why is it peace because everything's complete everything is 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 supplied and at rest so there's a completeness um and so god wants to see a shalom where the the transaction is good all the way around now before we before we move on Let's just pause for just a second to consider how important this concept is of getting from God, right? Having it, having it come to our spirit in the right way, sit in our spirit the right way, generate whatever activity it generates is coming from the right place. And then, and then it's received. And then this person can give, can give thanks to us in which we say, no, I give thanks to God. And then they can give thanks to God. And so it becomes, it becomes a shalom and a shalom. <laughs> I, I get the image of, you know, arrows, you know, going this way. Um, and then on the outside, arrows going this way. So everyone within and everyone without is receiving a complete, con um, transaction. And that's really important because in these times, uh, we're going through, we want to help people. We don't want to help people from the wrong motivation. We don't want to help people and make helping unhealthy for us. Um, and it can be, we can get to the place where helping is unhealthy for us. I can't tell you how many ministers and missionaries I know who keep helping while they're not spiritually healthy. 
Okay? What God wants is spiritual health for the believer and actual help from the believer. So just before we move on, pause and consider these opening thoughts quite uh, sincerely and deeply. Thanks for joining us for today's teaching. We are going to stop there for today. We will pick back up Matthew 6, verses 1 through 24 in the next episode. Howdy, friends. Tim Bowes here. I'm sure you know by now that Light Steps Live is a listener-supported podcast. Though we do have very low overhead, we do have some overhead. Equipment, storage hosting, website, and we need our friends to come alongside us. It's not the size of the gift, but the freeness in the giving. So if it's an act of worship, we encourage you to head over to our website, lightsteps.live, and you'll find a giving portal there. Whether you have money to give or not, what each and every one of you do have to give is the support of prayer. Please be praying for us as we share the word with believers and unbelievers alike that we may hear from the Lord and draw closer to Him. Thanks, guys. Thank you for joining us on Light Steps Live today. My name is Katie Bose, and the rest of our production team is Andrew Liggett, Shannon Allen, and Steve Riley. Music provided by Banjo Ben Clark. Connect with Banjo Ben at banjobenclark.com. Tim Bowes is a pastor of East Rock Community Church and the executive director of My Life Matters, a gospel ministry with a focus on making disciples who become lifelong followers of Jesus. Discover more about My Life Matters at mylifematters.club.